ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning back in to yet another episode of Falcons Friday presented by the Worst Take Network and the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. Here on today's episode of Falcons Friday, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the Falcons and how they stack up against the rest of the NFC South, which features the New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they ain't further delay, let's go to get straight into today's action. One quick little show note right here ladies and gentlemen i do want to talk about this past wednesday's youtube special of the morgan man sports podcast me and the atlanta falcons uk which featured danny and cal from the atlanta falcons uk podcast we had an hour-long discussion talking nothing but falcons whenever it comes to training camp over and unders and season predictions and guys, let me tell you, it is a great one. I absolutely had a ball, and I know they did on the podcast as well. So definitely, I'm going to leave a link down below for you guys to check that out. And so now, let's go ahead and get straight into today's subject, and that is the Atlanta Falcons and how they fare against the rest of the NFC South. So going back over the last 20 years, in five prior presidential election years, the Atlanta Falcons have dominated the NFC South, and it hasn't been particularly close. Sure, we might be looking for any ray of shun- sunshine excuse me, to grasp at after back-to-back losing seasons, but it's hard to ignore the dominance that the Atlanta Falcons have flexed over their conference rivals during presidential election years. Now, yes, I don't want to get too kind of like conspiracy theory, you know, whatever on you. But yes, the Atlanta Falcons has had great success in presidential election years. And of course, everybody knows the downfall of our 2016 season of not winning the Super Bowl, even though we did make it for the second time in franchise history. And of course, now I always now I always do believe in third time is a charm. Scenario, and I believe this is the year that we could honestly do it with our third Super Bowl appearance. So, talking about the New Orleans Saints, regular season record is 40 and 40, playoff record is 1 and 1, and record versus the Atlanta Falcons in presidential election years is 5 and 5. Presidential election years have not been kind to the New Orleans Saints. Of the five seasons, we are looking at that they have just one win a season, and that was in 2000 when they went 10-6. and six. That is also the only playoff appearance that the Saints have during 2000, 04, 08, 12, and 16 NFL seasons. The Carolina Panthers' regular season record is 39-41. Playoff record is 0-1, and record versus the Atlanta Falcons is 2-8. Like the Saints, the Panthers have just one playoff appearance during the presidential election cycles since 2000. However, unlike the Saints, the Panthers have had one great year in which they went 12-4 and back in 08, and they had four seasons in which they went 7-9 or worse. Given the roster moves the Panthers has made, they are clearly all in for tanking for Trevor Lawrence in the 2020 election cycle won't be any better for the four of the last five. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, regular season record is 40-40, playoff record is 0-1, and record versus the Atlanta Falcons is 5-4. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have actually had three winning seasons during the three of the last five presidential election cycles, 2000, 08, and 16, though they have not, excuse me, though they have 
just one playoff appearance, which was in 08, despite those winning seasons. Prior to 2002, the Falcons and the Bucks played in different divisions. It did not play every year, which is why they are just nine matches instead of ten. Atlanta Falcons regular season record is 50 and 30. Playoff record is four and four, and record versus the entire NFC South is 17 and 12. The Atlanta Falcons have clearly been the better team during the last five presidential election years. Their lone non-winning season came in 2000, which was the year they went 4-12 and in Dan Marie's last season as head coach. Michael Vick led them to the playoffs in 04, and then Matt Ryan led them to the playoffs as a rookie in 08, and then as well in 2012 and 2016. In addition, they were the only NFC South team to make at least one NFC championship game, and they did it twice in 12 and 16. If the last five presidential election cycles are any indication, the Falcons will have a massive successful year in 2020 and just maybe could end the city's drought and finally win the Lombardi Trophy. Now, guys, again, I don't want to get too, like, conspiracy theory, you know, whatever on you right here, but this right here is, you know, is facts. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons, for some odd reason, just does well in a presidential election year. And, of course, I remember 2016, we made it to the Super Bowl. I remember 2012 when we made it to the NFC title game. You know, we fell in that one, won the NFC title. Then we made it to the Super Bowl, but lost the Super Bowl. So, what's going to happen now? Make it to the Super Bowl and then finally win it? I believe we could do it, especially with the talent that we got on this team. So, for, like, particular players that really would concern me, it's the New Orleans Saints with, well... I really wouldn't say Drew Brees because he is in a declining state right now. And it clearly shows in his gameplay mechanics that, you know, he is not throwing the ball as deep as everybody thinks he is. You know, he's throwing more slant routes to Michael Thomas, just doing it that way instead of, you know, deep balling it like Aaron Rodgers. So really, still at the end of the day, I would be kind of afraid of Drew Brees and Michael Thomas and then the second set of players I would really be scared of is Brady and Gronk connection. But who's to say, you know, they might not even connect during the 2020 season because they are in a new scheme, new system, new everything when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, I know there's training camp and you're learning the playbook, but everything is so different whenever you actually get into the very real game itself, which is the regular season. And of course, now Brady is not accustomed to the hot weather. He was He's so accustomed to the cold New England weather, or really like Massachusetts. You know, he's so used to that kind of weather in September, unlike being down in Florida in September. I mean, Florida in September is still hot. <laughs> I mean, there's no way of really saying, you know, it's like, you know, mild climate or whatever no is is hot i mean just take for example the jacksonville jaguar game whenever back in 2018 if i'm not mistaken when the new england patriots did visit the jacksonville jaguars after their afc title matchup brady was no good in that kind of heat and the jacksonville jaguars just totally ramshacked the new england patriots especially in that heat because they're not used to it the Carolina Panthers, I'm they're really the third team that I should be at least 
or least worry about, I should say, because Matt Rule is a rookie head coach for the Carolina Panthers. I mean, he's never had, I don't believe off the top of my head, any kind of NFL coaching experience. Teddy Bridgewater is in a brand new system. And again, yes, I know training camp, you learned the system there. But that's not everything. You pretty much learn what you need to know during the regular season. So at the end of the day, honestly, the the teams I would rank from hardest to, you know, easiest, number one being the hardest, and that would honestly be the New Orleans Saints. Number two would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And number three would be the Carolina Panthers. Because for some odd reason, everybody thinks that we're going to beat Carolina at home, but then lose at their stadium in Carolina. So, I mean, why would we lose to them at their own stadium whenever they're basically tanking for Trevor Lawrence? I mean, yes, Teddy Bridgewater is an amazing quarterback. Why would you give up him for Trevor Lawrence and all that? I mean, it makes no sense. Number two for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers kind of be like that middle team wild card, you know, like, you know, what are we going to expect out of Tom Brady? In Tampa, you know, is he going to be the New England Tom Brady where, you know, he is just so dominant? Or are we going to get the Tom Brady, you know, that's made it to several Super Bowls like going up against the Philadelphia Eagles and losing big time and just losing his, like, mojo pretty much? I think, honestly, we might get that Tom Brady where, you know, he is just not accustomed to this Tampa Bay weather and system and everything and you know he's just not gonna be the Brady and especially Gronk that we know of and the New Orleans Saints now the reason why I did put them at number one being the hardest team is because of Drew Brees I mean he is he is the goat you know I mean Matt Ryan is the number one goat over him when it comes to NFC South predictions Drew Brees is definitely a good player I'm not sitting here bashing him saying oh my god he's like Kirk Cousins bad or whatever no Drew Brees is definitely a great quarterback I have tremendous respect for the guy but at the end of the day he could still make plays last season did prove that his age is now finally showing in the NFL by not really deep balling and really being kind of like that mobile quarterback like he used to be. Now, of course, now Drew Brees has really never been mobile, but, you know, he has been mobile in certain situations where he needed to be. And now, since he is older, you know, he's not really taking that much pressure. So that's why they had to sign Taysom Hill to another contract. So that way, in case of Drew Brees does go down, Taysom Hill can come in and be pretty much the starter for the remainder of the season or however long Drew Brees is out. And that's why I put New Orleans at number one in case if Drew Brees goes down, Taysom Hill could come in and definitely cause some havoc and pretty much, I would think, force Drew Brees to retire. You know, Drew Brees, I feel like, would retire before Tom Brady. You know, he's already proven himself worthy of, you know, being a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's got one ring with the New Orleans Saints and... You know, what else to prove? I mean, what, league MVP maybe at the max? But still, I mean, Super Bowl MVP is definitely a high honor. League MVP, that's really all Drew Brees is missing. So as far as like kind of like play styles and concepts go, 
again, you know, it's the same rotation. You know, New Orleans is definitely number one when it comes to play calling on both offense and defense. They are very aggressive up front and definitely will cause havoc on your offense or defense. Number two, of course, is Tampa Bay being that wild card team in the middle. You know, are you going to get a system where they're going to totally cause havoc? Or are you going to get a system where they can't even complete one pass to a wide open Rob Gronkowski? And number three is, of course, the Carolina Panthers because they don't have much. Minus Christian McCaffrey running the freaking ball, you know, what, 49 out of 51 plays throughout the entire game? I mean, Christian McCaffrey, yes, I like the guy. He can. He's not Superman. He's not God. You know, he cannot just carry the entire team on his back he has to have some help and I do believe you know Teddy Bridgewater was the greatest signing that the Carolina Panthers had could made this offseason to help lift that workload off of Christian McCaffrey for my record prediction for the NFC South this year honestly I'm five and one I'm five and one in the NFC South and my only one loss really I'm taking it in in Tampa you know, at Raymond James Stadium, feeling, I feel like, you know, we could win that one as well, but it all just depends on what our season is looking like at that time. But I feel like we are going to sweep the Saints, and I feel like we're going to sweep the Carolina Panthers and get a 1 1 record over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a win at our home, and then a loss at their home. But, guys, what do you think? Do you think we're going to totally sweep? The NFC South, especially being in a presidential year, or are we going to have one loss, two losses, or three losses, or are we just going to lose the entire division itself? So let me know down in the comment section below, or even on Twitter, wherever is comfortable for more you. But guys, that is all the time I have for today's episode of Falcons Friday, but I sure hope you did enjoy, and don't forget to go to the YouTube special of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, where me and the Atlanta Falcons UK guys are talking for an hour straight of nothing but Atlanta Falcons. Till then, I, Morgan, will catch you all later. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.